Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, this is Stu Hodum with Believe in the Media Guide on the Believe Podcast Network. Do you believe? Following a successful NHL season in Canadian bubbles, the 2020-2021 campaign begins this week with a realigned league and teams in their home markets. Each club will play 56 games with intra-division play minimizing team travel. All seven Canadian teams will stay and play north of the border in the North Division. Three other divisions, the East, Central, and West, will be made up of eight teams apiece. NBC will feature all 31 teams over approximately 100 regular season games with a record 16 games on its broadcast network and the remaining matchups on NBCSN, which will start the season with a triple header. On Wednesday, January 13th, the Pittsburgh Penguins will play the Philadelphia Flyers at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. The reigning Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning will host the Chicago Blackhawks at 8 p.m. Eastern and the previous owners of Lord Stanley's Cup, the St. Louis Blues, will take on the Colorado Avalanche at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. It's the start of the season-long Wednesday night hockey presented by New Amsterdam Vodka, and more than three-quarters of the league will appear in these midweek matchups in doubleheaders and some tripleheaders like opening night. Next Monday, January 18th, will feature the first-ever Martin Luther King Jr. Day quadruple header on NBCSN. It's also the 63rd anniversary of Hockey Hall of Famer Willie O'Ree becoming the first black player to skate in an NHL game. The day will face off at noon Eastern with the Detroit Red Wings hosting the Columbus Blue Jackets. O'Ree's old team, the Boston Bruins, will play the New York Islanders at 5 p.m. Eastern. The Buffalo Sabres will meet the Flyers at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, and the nightcap will see the Arizona Coyotes against the Las Vegas Golden Knights at 10 p.m. Eastern. The broadcast network will average a game a week for 16 weeks on Saturday and Sunday afternoon culminating in Final Flex Saturday, May 8th, featuring the most compelling game with playoff implications on the last day of the season. The top four teams in each of the four divisions will qualify for the Stanley Cup playoffs, which will start Tuesday, May 11th. Sports' most famous trophy will be handed from Commissioner Gary Bettman to the captain of the winning team no later than July 9th, followed two weeks later by the NHL draft. On July 21st, two days before the draft, the NHL expansion draft will set the roster for the Seattle Kraken, the league's 32nd team, which will begin play in the 2021-2022 season. At the end of last season, the voice of the NHL, Mike Doc Emmerich, retired. NBC Sports executive producer Sam Flood says he won't be replaced right away, and in fact, he'll be back this year. We're not going to name a replacement for Doc Emmerich, um, who has been the gold standard and the voice of hockey for years, and his role at this company and for the sport has been remarkable and appreciated. Uh, part of what we're going to do with Doc, just so you're all aware, is he's going to stay part of the family. And our opening tease on Wednesday night is going to be voiced by Doc Emmerich. He's going to be having elements throughout the season, including a documentary on Doc 
a dock on dock that'll come out later in the season, but he's still part of the family, but he's not going to be calling games anymore. And I'm really proud of the group of play-by-play folks that'll be taking the reins and being leaders for us moving forward. NBC analyst Pierre Maguire will be paired with Kenny Albert for the opening game on opening night, and he credits Emmerich for rolling with Flood's innovation of having an ice-level analyst. I'll never forget when we started doing the NHL on NBC. Uh, Sam put together a really smart idea, and it was all led by Doc Emmerich, and he's the one that had to change the most because we added an extra voice. We added inside the glass rather than just a traditional... Doc Emmerich and John Davidson, they added another voice. And had it not been for the excellence of Doc Emmerich, it never would have worked. Um, so now it's become standard operating procedure, not just for hockey, but almost every sport now has somebody at the playing field level. And for that, I think we all owe Doc Emmerich a huge amount of uh, respect and gratitude for those of us that make our living down there every single day. Flood looks forward to opening night with three play-by-play broadcasters who will have the season to grow before the playoffs with analysts McGuire, Ed Olchuk, Brian Boucher, and A.J. Malesko. You think about our opening games, we've got the Pittsburgh at Philly with Kenny Albert and Pierre, Chicago at Tampa with Forslund, Edzo, and Bush, and St. Louis at Colorado with Brendan Burke and A.J. We're always going to put deep groups together. We're not finalizing groups for the playoffs. Till later, we've got an incredibly deep group of play-by-play people, and we're going to let them build through the season. But to project where people are going to be when the season ends, we don't know how this season is going to proceed. So we're going to keep people um, mixed and matched so we're ready for anything when the time comes. In the Stamford, Connecticut studio, Mike Milbury, who was benched for comments he made in the bubble, won't be back. Mike Babcock, who won a Stanley Cup as a coach with Detroit, will join the NBC team after being let go by Toronto. Flood addresses the shift change to his studio analysts. It's an unfortunate situation. Mike Mike is a friend. You know, he's unique talent and he's given a lot to NBC and the NHL over the years. Uh, it was time to separate for a number of reasons. Uh, as for Mike Babcock, when I first started doing the NHL in 2006, uh, Pierre and I would go to Mike's office before the many Detroit games we would produce. And we'd sit in that little office of his and have conversation about hockey and about life. And he was a fascinating, insightful man. And I think he'll be a great addition to the team. And uh, I thank for Pierre for creating a relationship and getting into that office all those years ago. And those are the moments that, that reveal who you want to have on your team. And and Mike was a fascinating guy to spend time with, and I think he'll be a good addition. With travel still a major concern during the COVID-19 pandemic, Flood explains how learnings from the bubble, broadcasting remotely, as well as NBC's NFL broadcasts, will inform the NHL on NBC broadcasts. Travel is troubling now. You've got to be really careful about how many people you send on the road. So the non-exclusive games, a lot of them will be uh, the regionals across all different networks that'll be supplying a host feed and we'll supplement that with a camera and some other elements. And that'll be a lot of games. We'll do that way simply because we can't get the folks out on the road to all these games. We've got to be really uh, smart about how we deploy our assets. Uh, We learned during the playoffs last year and the two bubbles, how we could call off to, how we could do things differently. And by the way, our lessons learned there, were the reasons we were confident that to a huge rating in a wild-card game on Saturday night, we were willing to have Mike Tirico call an important NFL game from his home. 
We did the same thing with Doc Emmerich at the Stanley Cup final. He called the Stanley Cup final from his home. So the NHL allowed us to learn and succeed in this space. So all season long, we'll be looking at ways to keep our team out of harm's way, keep them safe, um, keep them COVID-free. And until the vaccine's fully rolled out, we have to constantly be ready to adapt and adjust. The Tarico situation came up midday on Wednesday. And by that night, we were shipping additional equipment to Mike's home to make us ready to produce that game. And rehearsed it Friday, did it Saturday, and couldn't be proud of our technical team that does an incredible job of making all these different systems work. The NHL will roll out some new numbers similar to NFL's next-gen stats, and Flood says NBC is working on ways to bring that information to light during the games. This year, the one big ad for the NHL, what the league is doing, is the player and puck tracking. And so we look forward to incorporating that in our telecasts. Uh, Steve Greenberg, one of our talented producers, is hard at work figuring out the best ways to take that information and amplify it and make sense of it and enhance our telecasts. So we're all in. And we're looking forward to getting ready to hit curveballs and pucks that float in the air and pucks that dart and hit the top of the twine. So it's going to change every single shot. It's going to be deflected, and we got to be ready like Boosh was back in the day. They let the puck hit them when it hits the stick at the wrong time. Helping break down the player and puck tracking will be a former NHL and Ivy League player, Dominic Moore, who will join Babcock and another former player, Ryan Callahan, as new studio analysts. With Dominic Moore, he's going to get involved in the analytics with the player and puck tracking and all that is going on this year. We think he's going to be a, a really good ad there. That math brain with a little Harvard work in there is going to make him the perfect person to help us dig deeper in the analytics. It's an area he's really interested in. Emmerich's longtime partner, Ed Olchuk, will be paired with John Forsland on opening night for the Chicago-Tampa Bay game. And Edzo says a sprint of a season will make it important to get off to a great start. In a normal situation, you know, getting off to a good start is important. But as we saw with the St. Louis Blues a couple of years ago, you can be a dead last in the league and still win the Stanley Cup uh, some five or six months later as the Blues were in January and then eventually winning the Stanley Cup. But this year with the 56-game schedule, everybody on the same playing field, no exhibition games, everybody's had training camp, and again, everything will be dictated uh, you know, with the pandemic. But at the end of the day, it's you got to get off to a good start. And some of the divisions that are set up because of the Northern Division, the All-Canadian Division is going to be very, very interesting to see. And then the three divisions here in the state. So lots to look forward to, looking forward to doing games from, from wherever and wherever I'm assigned and looking forward to uh, uh, to getting back with the, the best team in, in hockey. Boucher, who will join Forsland and Olchuk that first night, compares the upcoming season to his own experience when he was a netminder for the Flyers, and he breaks down the league, picking a Western team as his favorite to hoist the cup. Similar to... You know, lockout shortened years uh, that I was a part of as a player, uh, which created a challenge in and of itself. Uh, there will be challenges this year. Uh, how good a shape did players stay in? Teams that were out of it for um, nine months, the seven teams that didn't participate in the bubble, how are they going to respond? Uh, but the thing that intrigues me the most with a short season is the, is the fact that you get rid of a part of the season that some players dread. And I think it gets right to the nitty-gritty gets right to it. We're going to have a 56-game sprint. 
And I think that's going to create for a lot of intrigue. I'm excited about rivalries. I'm excited about the fact that teams are going to play each other eight, nine times. I think that um, temperatures can can rise in those situations, and I think it makes for for good drama. So I'm looking forward to that. The fact that the East is uh, is, is kind of like the old Patrick division, I'm, I think it's going to be a, a real difficult uh, division. I'm looking forward to the Battle of Alberta uh, taking place quite often, and also an original six between Montreal and Toronto. Montreal and Toronto that that that's intriguing to me. Um, and, and I feel like the central, you know, you got Tampa and Dallas, and, uh, or, or, you know, a, a matchup of the Stanley cup final, that, that has some intrigue there. It may, you know, I think maybe the rivalries in that division maybe aren't quite, uh, as appealing as others because maybe Detroit and Chicago are not teams that we expect to be, uh, contending for a Stanley cup, but nevertheless, uh, when you play each other eight times a year, who knows how it can go. And I think the West, may have the favorite in all the National Hockey League in Colorado, and I think uh, that that should be a team to watch and whether or not their goaltending is strong enough, but they certainly have the pieces in place, and had it not been for some injuries in the playoffs, maybe it would have been a different story for them. Malesko, an Olympic gold medalist, will call the Blues avalanche with Burke in Wednesday's nightcap before the regular studio of Catherine Tappan, Keith Jones, and Patrick Sharp wrap up opening night. She speaks for all fans and broadcasters who are grateful for the season to commence. I'm just so excited hockey's back, and if this pandemic has a silver lining for me, it's an appreciation for hockey. It's an appreciation for live sports, um, and whether it be my kids who have been on and off the ice, in and out of the, uh, the rink, or, of course, the NHL starting on Wednesday. I think that this is something, no matter what form it takes, no matter what adjustments we have to make as fans, as broadcasters, obviously for the teams, for the NHL, for the NHLPA, uh, I'm just so excited to see these guys back in the ice. I'm so excited to be able to call these games that I'll be able to. And when I'm not working, I'm so excited to be a fan and, and watch the incredible product that NHL hockey is. Thanks for listening to Believe in the Media Guide. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes and find us wherever you get podcasts, including Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. I'm on Twitter at Hotem, H-O-T-H-E-M as in Mary. Stay tuned and stay safe. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.